0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Draw Control Podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by former UNC women's lacrosse player who is now the assistant coach of the Arizona State women's lacrosse team, Caroline Wakefield. Uh, Caroline was an Under Armour All-American back in high school and helped the Tar Heels to five ACC championships, as well as a national championship back in 2016. Uh, Caroline, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, and how's everything going?
1: Things are great. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, I'm excited to have you on. And obviously, there's so much to talk to you about your career and all that stuff. So I thought it would be best to just sort of start off from the beginning and sort of work all the way up to where you are today. So uh, from the research that I did on yourself, it says you're from Centerville, Virginia. So talk about growing up there and how did you start playing lacrosse?
1: Yes, Northern Virginia is quite competitive uh, place to live. So I was a soccer player before I kind of hit the lacrosse realm. And uh, my uncle picked up the sport. I was in about third grade and he was like, I think you might like this. Like, you should try it out. I was like, okay, yeah, it sounds good. So third grade, got the lacrosse stick put in my hand and uh, loved it ever since. So um, he actually started the first club program, um, Cardinal, that was kind of in our area. So um was learning from him and uh, we actually had a uva alumni he was a dad who came to teach us um his name was uh coach Sonny, and so he uh made me fall in love with the game uh it was awesome and kind of just grew from there then started playing in like the dmb area so love love my hometown
0: and growing up did you have like a favorite player or team that you like to watch
1: oh yes um i was big on the uh old georgetown and uh JMU grind. Um, Her name was Ashley Kimmener. She went to JMU. She was definitely one of my idols growing up.
0: And obviously, before college, you played for your high school team in Centerville. So, uh, talk about your high school lacrosse experience and sort of what you took away from that.
1: Yeah, so lacrosse wasn't really big at my high school initially. Um, I actually went uh, to my high school with one of my cousins. So we were same year, six months apart. Um, She actually won a national championship at JMU. So shout out um we we were we've been playing lacrosse since 3rd grade together so the connection was kind of unmatched um our coach was Christina Grall she played at virginia tech she um she had a really great background and she we learned a lot from her it was exciting um conditioning was tough <laughs> of course but um a lot of um a lot of freedom a lot of uh pressure to do well at the at the uh, at a young age to just perform so it was kind of exciting um High school for me was great. Uh, We never finished where we kind of wanted to, but always made like heavy runs. And I mean, that's what it's all about. Just like a quick, funny brag, but like getting double teamed or like setting the slide earlier, that triple team coming Like that was such a thing that we had to do ever since like freshman year, just because again, lacrosse wasn't huge. So um, it was exciting that uh, I got to play with my cousin and that we kind of brought lacrosse to that area. And now my sister plays on the team and they're like state finalists every single year. So it's come full circle with them being good. So proud.
0: And I know you said that like you, when you were there, you never won a championship, but you obviously went on some fun uh, runs to that game. But what's like the best memory you have from your high school lacrosse experience when you look back on it today?
1: Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, I just think, like, getting getting to play my senior year um, was probably one of, like, the best moments. Um, I was obviously already committed by then. Um, got to play, like, my final moment with, like, my best friends and against my best friends. So, uh, again, I, since the third grade, um, I had a t- – uh, our rival was Westfield. And there was, I think, seven or eight girls that were on our, like, kid club team when we were playing in the third grade against each other. And it was pouring down rain in, like, the final game that we played against each other. And I mean, I think, I, I think it was like, I had eight goals and three assists and my cousin had like eight assists and like four goals. I mean, it was insane. The rain was pouring down. It was the last game ever. We were playing against um, just great competition. And um, it's just like a moment I'll never forget.
0: So That's awesome. How, what was like your Jersey after that game? It was probably like stuck to you.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I actually had to wear a helmet. My mom was into the rugby helmet because I had so many concussions. So, Oh, I was soaked. I like threw it off at halftime. (laughs) Oh gosh. They, they went to dry our jerseys at halftime. Like that's how wet it was. And it was just, I mean, it was great. I mean, there's no other way I would have rather ended that game, maybe with a win, but uh, don't take back the performance. Don't take back like anything about it. So, yeah.
0: Did you get to keep it after you're done or do you have to give it back?
1: It is currently hanging up in my basement. Yes. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. I always wonder what happens to like players jerseys after they're done, not like in every collegiate sport. Um, Like, do you still have any of your North Carolina stuff with you?
1: I do. I got the freshman national championship one. And then I have for every senior year that I took, which was obviously took six years in Carolina. So three jerseys.
0: (laughs) That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And like, how did your high school lacrosse experience you think help prepare you for North Carolina?
1: I think in the leadership realm, it really um, helped me step up. I think that um, honestly, I, I contribute a lot to my high school, but I also contribute a lot to um, playing my club program, I played for M&D and just the, the level of competition there and the level of skill really like set me apart. So um, I just think that the from the leadership realm, I think that high school like really separated me. And then I I think that the the pressure was was awesome. Um helped me build my confidence and helped me be one of the best players that I could be. So
0: And you also played basketball in high school. Uh so what was I it like did. playing? What was it like that playing that school has score? my
1: heart. basketball has my heart oh goodness gracious basketball is great I um competed fairly highly um fairly high at the at the competition level for basketball so I was a big AAU player for a while but I totally think that basketball translates I was in the best shape coming from winter sport to spring sport I could probably run for days and obviously being a midfielder back in high school so um yeah big big change and also just I contribute everything that I have to basketball. If you can play basketball, you can be a great lacrosse player, just in general.
0: Well, the defense translates well from what I've been told.
1: Absolutely. Like the IQ of the game is just everything. Same, I mean, same with soccer, but yeah.
0: Do you like like watching basketball outside of playing it? Are you more of a player than a watcher?
1: Oh, come on. I went to Carolina. (laughs) I am a basketball girl through and through. So, yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. I obviously, you know, with the UConn stuff in the background, not a big Carolina (laughs) fan, but, you know, it is what it is. I like I'm I'm actually crazy enough. I'm a bigger Celtics fan than I am UConn fan, which I think people might find a little bit odd.
1: Yeah, Celtics. Dang. Okay, we'll go Wizards, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, we just got Kristaps Porzingis. So hopefully uh, plays well uh, for the Seas this year. Love it. Now, you got to be a part of the Under Armour All-American game as well back in high school. So what was that experience like for you, getting the chance to play in that game?
1: It is such a great experience. I think now there's there's so many opportunities to play. So uh, back then, there was only one opportunity, which was Under Armour All-American. And really what it did was it just opened up a platform for um, the girls going into college. And honestly, it was probably one of the most competitive games I've ever played in. Um, I'll just name drop. Like we had Caroline Steele, Megan Taylor, Meg... Um, Megan, um, Doherty, I I mean, just, uh, Selena Lasota. I mean, you name it, like they were in it. Um, and it was like the 10th year that they had the, um, Under Armour All-American games. So, um, it was a really cool experience and definitely helped prep me to, uh, take on the next level. But I, I believe, and not to like say this, but I believe that that was the first year that the South had ever beat the North and the Under Armour All-American senior games. So, Shout out to Team South for that.
0: Nice, nice. And obviously you got recruited by North Carolina. Uh, so what made you want to play there versus other schools you might have looked at?
1: Yeah, um, Carolina is such a great academic school. And obviously I think my parents were pushing academics for me. They said, go to the best school that you can get into. So um, their academics are one one of the best. So that was definitely a draw for me. Carolina Blue is for sure my color. It was my high school color. But um, truth be told, they won the national championship the year that I was getting recruited. And um, I saw like the grittiness of their team. Um, I saw the pace of play. Um, I thought I could play there and compete at the highest level. And I was excited to kind of uh, get the opportunity to have them look at me. But um, it was an easy sell. <laughs> Not too far from home. But um, competing in the ACC was definitely a dream for me. And um, the fact that I got to go to my dream school was uh Pretty electric. And um, I'll say this. So my brother, actually, he uh, has a room and it has fat heads of Carolina all over. So not only was it his dream school, it was my dream school. So it's always fun to say that. Like I was a Carolina fan through and through.
0: And what's it like playing in the ACC and just sort of the competition that you face each game? Because you can argue that it's the best conference in women's lacrosse.
1: Oh, I will argue that definitely one of the best conferences, um, to compete at the highest level. I mean, it's, it's, you never know what's going to happen in any game. So to have a target on your back specifically, especially being in the ACC, people want to take you down and, um, I'll say like any game you can go anyway at any point. So, I mean, like we'll play Virginia tech and they'll give us a run. Like any, any team can compete, which is awesome. Um, I will say like for me playing in the ACC meant a lot. I just think that every game that you have, the ACC championship game is almost like playing in the national championship game every single time. I mean, you look at it, we normally have two or three ACC teams like in the final four. So, I mean, that ACC championship means probably just as much to me as a Natty in some, some aspects. And I can't say that obviously, but yeah, um, it's the competition bubble is totally there. I mean, we have to play Syracuse, BC, Notre Dame, like Duke, every single, like that's every, like every single year, but that's three times a year, you know, if you make it so pretty intense, but it sets you up for success in the long run. Right. I mean, you get to play those teams three times a year. You're going to be successful when, when the hardest game of the year comes in the 90s. So.
0: Yeah, and that sort of answered one of my next questions. But obviously throughout your time with North Carolina, your team was cons- consistently one of the top-ranked teams in the country. So how do you sort of maintain that consistency throughout a regular season? And how do you sort of handle the pressure of being a top-ranked team in the country, especially with you, since you were one of the better players on the team?
1: Thanks. Yeah, um, I think it's mentality. Um, I think Jenny Levy just does a great job of um, preaching how to be a uh, a great Great athlete and not only a great athlete, but a strong, powerful female. And she puts that trust and that faith into us and she recruits those types of girls. Um, I would say the leadership is probably the biggest thing. Um, as much as you need leaders, you need followers. And I think that when I got in there freshman year, um, the leaders were just unmatched, like Ali Mastriani, Kelly Dev, or not sorry, Ali Mastriani, Allie. Um, oh, she's married now. I don't even know her new name. <laughs> Um, but Kelly Devlin, um, Sammy jo, uh you name it. These these females were just great leaders and um, they set the tone for what Carolina Lacrosse was. Um, they won their national championship. And then the year that I came in, it was time to win another. So um, I just think that the leadership is unmatched and it's it's exciting to compete at the highest level and it's an honor. So um my biggest thing for me was train scared and train like somebody's on your back and I definitely always did and I know Carolina did right um it's it's an honor to feel pressure so I think that uh staying after going beforehand becoming a lax rat is truly um it's it's a, it's a gift and it's also again I can't imagine it enough but it is an honor to to be able to compete at the highest level so Make sure that when you have the four or five, maybe even six years to do it, you work as hard as you can.
0: Now, as a freshman, what was sort of the biggest adjustment you had to make to college lacrosse?
1: Oh, college lacrosse. Maybe the physicality of the game or the quickness and the speed of the game. I would say uh, you're playing against seniors. And I mean, i Taylor Cummings right Taylor Cummings was the girl and in Maryland uh we had to play her freshman year and like to keep up with that type of style and that type of pace right um it's it's a it's a strong awakening it's not a rude awakening but it's definitely strong so
0: so let's talk about your freshman year so obviously you guys won your first ACC championship beating Syracuse and OT uh, what yeah. was it like winning that trophy for the first time? and how do you think it helped your team heading into the national tournament run that you guys had your freshman year, which ultimately ended up with you guys winning that whole whole thing?
1: Yeah, it was very surreal. So um that year was was really tough for us. um actually, we had nine one goal games, nine. <laughs> um, we only schedule 16 games um preseason, so uh or just regular season sixteen games. So to have nine one goal games and to pull them out is is huge. Um, it just showed what kind of team we were and that we could do anything that we set our minds to. And um, that was an extremely confident group, but um, we were willing to work hard and put our nose down. And I think we kind of, I don't want to say we, we got overlooked at all, but everybody was competing that year. And that was probably Syracuse one of Syracuse's best years. So um, in that game, I remember it was in like Virginia. Right. And uh, Jenny was like, "How bad do you guys want it?" And I think that's the best question is like, "How bad do you want it?" And it's not a like, "Hey, I want it bad." It's showing her on the field how bad you want it. And the game was close. And I think something that I like about the coaching staff is they're always poised. I mean, it was a one goal game, and she's like, "Are you as excited? Like, this is exciting. Let's not freak out here. Like, this is an opportunity and a moment. Like, take advantage." Um, so their poise throughout the game was was exciting and then to be able to hoist the trophy at the end of the day it was definitely um an unreal moment especially as a freshman you dream of that so um that was great and then i think that the power that we had from winning the the ACC definitely uh put some heat on us for the for the for the for the run for the title so um we took every moment as it came but definitely the the grind of the season set us up for the push towards the end and ultimately put us up out on top so great
0: You have like a favorite uh memorable i guess most memorable game during that uh championship run you had
1: oh man i i i will say i don't know if i have a run but that national championship game was something like it's never been before our men's program was also um they also won our freshman year And before we left for the hotel, they lined up from the elevators to our bus and they were cheering us on. We knew that people were watching. Um, We were obviously uh, the underdogs in the situation going into Maryland. And then I had six girls from my club program go to Maryland the same year I did. So I was the only Carolina girl and there were six of them. So the way that like the competition was let up was definitely like an exciting, stellar moment for me. So. Um, maybe not the individual games because kind of just flew, but that game was very, very important to me.
0: And what does that sort of national championship mean to you today? Because obviously when you reflect about it now, I'm curious how it sort of like has helped you today as a person.
1: Yeah, um, the run itself was definitely um definitely something I take with me every day. You, you feel stronger <laughs> knowing you have it. And especially in the lacrosse world, it's very, it's very cool. But um, for me, the biggest thing though was that I was a team win and um, I work in teams all the time. I work with my like coaching staff. I work with the girls. I work with any, any, any place that I'm going, I'm working in teams. And I just think that um, again, like that leadership, that following, and just, I, I mean, again, it's just surreal to to say that you won and it's what everybody dreams of, dreams of. And I just think that um, it feels good until like hear it every day like, to hear you say like, oh, was it great? Like, yeah, it feels good. And um, especially it just carries a lot of weight in the lacrosse world. So feels good.
0: Do you think um, now, do you realize I, this might seem weird, but you won it your freshman year and then obviously uh, n- you never got the chance to win another national championship after that. Do you sort of I guess realize how difficult it was as it was weird of a question is because like i remember listening to an interview uh with yeah. tyler sagan who's a bruins player and he won the stanley cup his rookie year and he's like i didn't realize like how difficult it was to win a stanley cup until like after my career started going and i sort of realized how special it was and how not to take that sort of moment for granted i'm curious if you sort of feel that that same way
1: yeah i i would say for me Um, one of the hardest things was that you need to get like your underclassmen on board. You never know it's your last moment until it's your last moment. Um, But some days you just show up and it's not your game. And unfortunately, um, I've come to terms with it now, but like those games were not our games. And if we wanted to win, we should have done something differently and we could have competed differently and we could have had a different mentality going in. And I just think that like I think as much as winning builds character, losing builds even more character, unfortunately. But um no regrets in those moments um at all. Winning or losing with the girls, I would I would I would win or lose with my my uh 2020 15 run all the way to my 2021 run. Um I think there's a lot of moments to win another national championship. And yes, it's hard, but it's not hard if you put the work in earlier. Um it it becomes a little easier and the more you can get there the more you'll you'll know that it's hard but mentally you can handle it I think physically it's going to be hard and obviously mentally it's going to be hard but you can handle it it's very it's very doable and I know I'm saying that from this spot but it's all within here and here so
0: now individually you improved a lot between your freshman year to your sophomore year and then obviously you kept getting better and better at taking away all the injuries and COVID and stuff so uh, what do you would just say is like the biggest improvement you've made to your game throughout your time in college?
1: Um, some it's advice. Um, I actually Katrina Dowd said it to me. She's the coach at Brown, and she was like, anything that you learn offensively, you can use defensively, and anything you can use defensively, you can use offensively. And you need to start thinking about that in day to day. Like anytime you do something, think is. IQ wise, like, was that good for me? Or did I like that? Or take other pieces of people's game and put them in your game. And I really started to when I sat out from my injury, I started to watch the offense. And I sat on the offense so much more and my defensive game grew and my offensive game grew. And I was understanding the game better. So um, the moment you can start to like, think of every moment as a learning moment. um, That was huge for me.
0: Now, I know you joked about how you played six years in college lacrosse. Well, the reason for it was, unfortunately, you had an injury that made you miss an entire season in 2018. And then obviously, COVID came along during your senior year and cut that year short. So my question is, how did you handle those adversities that you faced during college? And how do you think it's made you sort of a better player? Um, And how did you sort of like, I guess... um, road to recovery for your injury as well. I know I'm sort of jumping around a little bit, but I'm just curious yeah. how you sort of like look back on that sort of stuff you had to go through and how you went, how you managed to go through it, especially with the injury, but also COVID as well, because there was a lot of uncertainty when the season was going to start up. So there's obviously a lot of challenges you have to face dealing with the restrictions and then obviously uh sort of with the unknown as well.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll guess I'll start with the injury. So the injury, um, I think that you can learn a lot about yourself when you're injured. Um, I think that was the biggest takeaway for me was that it was a very tough situation. I was out for almost a year and a half. And um, I was in a lot of pain. So uh I would have done anything to get out of pain and I didn't. I got the surgery and they said it was going to be career ending for me. That was a tough one to swallow. And when I was able to come back and start running again, um, there's no better feeling in the world than competing. So there was no way I was uh going to end my career there um I will say that that was a really tough year and uh we didn't do so well in the in the lacrosse realm either that year but uh it was a big learning curve for me and you get to know what kind of player you are and you get to know what kind of teammate you are when you are injured so um I would say that Definitely took a toll but I think it just made me a better person today it made me understand people a little bit better it made me understand that like what people are going through. Um, The pub squad is a very important part of the team like if you're an injured person like hear me now like you are very very important to the to the growth and the progress and just being a part of that so um, that's definitely something that I've taken away and then. Just from the COVID perspective, uh, that absolutely crushed me. That 2020 team market, they were gonna win the national championship. Like I promise you that team was out for blood. Um, We definitely, that was gonna be our year, which stinks to stay, they say, but um, there's a feeling that you get when you walk on campus or meet with a group and that team had what we had freshman year, probably even more. So really stunk to kind of get that. unfortunately for me, it was a fifth year. Um, I just remember all the seniors like kind of met up and we were all hanging out crying together, just kind of taking it for what it was. And Jenny called me and she like apologized for the year and how it was just going to be a tough one. And, um, that was my time at Carolina. Um, then she called me again about two weeks later and was like, if we can get you some eligibility, we'll get you some eligibility. I didn't obviously get my hopes up. Um, there was just, uh, there was so many world problems going on. So to talk about lacrosse was kind of just tough. Um, and then she called me another two weeks later and said that, um, the sixth year was available and within a millisecond, I was in tears ready to step back on the field. So, uh, that was amazing for me. And I don't know if everybody's familiar with this, but Roy Williams actually um, paid for every single senior's um, fifth year or COVID year that year. So for any um, senior that was wanting to come back that didn't get a COVID year, he paid for their scholarship in full. So um, I owe Roy Williams my entire world. I owe many thank yous. Wrote him a note once or twice, but um, can't thank him enough for giving me another year of like opportunity and just another year at Carolina because it's such a special place.
0: That's awesome. The only thing I know about Roy Williams is that meme. I don't know if you've seen when he comes in the locker room and like everyone like starts dumping water <laughs> on him. I think that's hysterical. He's, he is a great
1: guy. And I, I think everybody at Carolina owes him a huge thank you. So definitely huge.
0: Who's the coach now for the basketball team since I know he retired.
1: Oh yeah. Um, Davis. Uh, Hubert Davis. Right? Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. 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 I was just, I forgot. I remember they announced that like a few years ago. I forgot about that. So Um, Well, let's talk about your sixth year because it was sort of a weird year for you in a good way, because you guys won every single game except for uh, the final game of the season in the national tournament against Boston College. Um, How do you sort of reflect on your final year in college lacrosse and sort of what do you take away from your North Carolina lacrosse experience when you look back on it now?
1: Yeah, your influence is never neutral. So I'll talk about that. Um, The impact that you have when you come in freshman year, you get four years of impact on the front end and four years on the back end. So you have eight years of influence. And I was lucky enough to get more than eight. Um, The biggest thing for me was growing the culture at Carolina. Um, I had such great seniors my uh, freshman year, and I just wanted to be um, the person that somebody would look up to. Um, I wanted to be a natural leader on and off the field. And um, that was a great team. There's no regrets there. It was unfortunate that we walked on the field that day. Um, we weren't feeling great uh in warmups, and I could makes me makes me upset, but I could just see it unfolding, unfortunately. Um, shots weren't falling, uh teammates weren't clicking, uh bullet ghoul. wasn't seeing the ball. I mean, you name it. That was a that was a team loss for sure. It just it felt like a Monday, unfortunately. But um that was a great team. And I and I definitely don't want that last game to define us um, because there was so much more to that group and that team. So tough, tough loss, but uh great year.
0: Yeah. I know you said that you thought the 2020 team was capable of winning a national championship. Did you feel that way about the 2021 team? And how does it sort of like when did you sort of realize that thought? And uh how did you sort of like, I guess, manage? uh the I guess the heartbreak of losing that final game when you sort of felt like your team was capable of winning that that trophy at the end of the day
1: um yeah uh that that 2020 team I don't know what it was I I can't put my tongue on it but like when you walk into the locker room you can feel something special you can feel when people are bought into what you're doing you can um, have those types of connections. And I think maybe post COVID, it was a little bit harder to um, have the same type of relationships. Um, don't get me wrong. Everybody was bought in. It just wasn't our day, unfortunately. But yeah. uh, I i was one of the last ones to on the team. I think I was the only one on the team at that time that had a championship under their belt. So it meant a lot to me that we at least got there. Um, but it put the senior class The senior class was out that junior class. It showed them what it took to win. Um, And you never want to look on your experience and be like, oh, I have another year or like I didn't work that hard for that senior class. And I don't think that that junior class feels that way because they didn't. But um, they they knew what it took the following year and and did it. And I think that it's just in a testament to the senior class before that just showed them what it took. (laughs)
0: Now, I do want to end off your North Carolina lacrosse experience on a positive yeah. note. So you won yeah. five ACC championships, yeah. a lot of memorable games, especially the double OT one against Boston college. So yeah. like, what's like, do you have a favorite one? I know it's sort of like your kids, you can't really pick one, but I'm curious if oh, there's one that sort of sticks out. Oh, go for it. Um,
1: we were, this was my 2019 grade. So my true original graduation year, it was 2019 ACC championship game in Boston college. Uh, we were playing Boston College it at BC. And um I just remember my best friend and I were from the same area, Charlotte Sofield. Shout out Charlotte. Um, we were arch nemesis growing up and we ended up playing on the same team together for four years. So <laughs> kind of crazy full circle, but we were down five goals um quickly. Um it was like five minutes, six minutes into the game, we were down five goals. Um people on the field were crying already saying we were going to lose our goalie we got pulled and we brought it in as a team and we we're like believe right now that this is the moment that we can turn this game around and we said if you don't believe get off the field and um the belief in ourselves and the belief in the group and the confidence that the coaches had in us and just the poise that we carried throughout that entire game and the consistency that we had from that moment was absolutely untouchable And um, we came back from a five goal loss and won that game. So that was probably by far the coolest, not only like game, but like ACC game, just game in general. I mean, like that, that was near and dear to my heart. So
0: So after your career with uh, North Carolina, you went on to become a coach with Arizona State, uh, hence the merchandise that you're wearing right now. I feel like it's it's weird to talk about North Carolina with you wearing Arizona state stuff. I'm not going to lie, but it
1: is weird for me, but, but that's home.
0: What was, what's the transition? Like, I guess, being a, from a player to a coach and how, what have you sort of learned from your time at Arizona state as a, as a coach?
1: Yeah, I, I have everything to attribute to uh, Jenny and Phil. They were great coaches. Um, they made me fall in love with the game and they obviously, Made an impact enough for me to want to stay in the coaching world. So um, it's an honor to get to coach the game that we all love. So as much as I can give back to the game, the game is given to me, and I um, it's an honor to coach here. I we have such a special group of girls here. Uh, it's just a little different. Um, we're out west. We're in the desert, <laughs> um, but it feels great. I I love learning from these people every single day. But I I think playing at the highest level. Um, and learning and, and understanding has helped me uh, become a better coach. Um, I think all my experiences that I had at at Carolina have made me into the to the coach that I am today. And I obviously have a very different style than most. Um, but I would say Arizona State is definitely growing, and they're competing, and it's exciting every single day. So. Pumped for the future
0: how'd you get what was the process like I guess for getting uh the position you're in now
1: yeah lucky for me um Taryn Vanthoff she uh played at Loyola and she played uh Athletes Unlimited with me so played in the professional league together um we just had an instant connection um she loved the games I loved what she had to say she kind of loved what I had to say became great friends on and off the field at um Athletes Unlimited and Uh, When the job opened up, I guess she had me on her list. Um, I decided to take a year off just in between, um, just a year off from coaching after I graduated. I I wanted to be a little bit uh, separated from the lacrosse world, and then it made me fall back in love. I mean, you can't stay away from this. It is an itch that you get, and you never want to go away. So the uh, other coach I was getting recruited at the time was Haley Warden, who's actually one of my best friends, Um, she was on the national championship team with my cousin at JMU. She's awesome. She was one of my best friends at athletes unlimited. I saw her a little stressed out in the parking lot. Once I was like, what's going on? And she was like, yeah, I'm just trying to decide like what I want to do with my life. Uh, Taryn offered me a spot and I looked at her and I was like, dang, I was like, if Taryn offers me a spot, I'll take it. And she goes, will you? And we actually shook hands in the, in the parking lot of the uh, hunt Valley Inn in, uh, in Maryland and uh I got a call five minutes later from Taryn offering the job and just kinda getting on an interview and just telling her how much I wanted to be uh on the coaching staff and how much I would want to be at Arizona State and vice versa. So that's how that's how it happened.
0: That's <laughs> just <awesome>. kind of
1: random. <laughs> it happened kind of late. So but it's great. This is an awesome place to be. So happy to be here.
0: Now I do have to ask you a question as a coach, but what are your team's goals and expectations uh for next season?
1: Yeah, um, high expectations for this group. Um, I think a Pac-12 championship is completely attainable. Um, hopefully we'll get our first All-American in there, but I'm really just to see team success just grow from last year. They're already in a position where um, they saw a little bit of success and they saw a little bit of um, what what that winning feels like. And I think that they're ready to put the product on the field. They they look great this year. They look fast. They look athletic. And um their skills just gotten a lot better. So, um expectations for me is that uh they have fun and they love what they're doing and uh get some team wins in.
0: Now, obviously there's been a lot of college football realignment which has affected other sports including lacrosse and that includes Arizona State going to the Big 12. How does that affect uh, your program after the season?
1: Yeah, I think that the conference realignment's still kind of happening at the moment. So, I would say for for Big 12 lacrosse, um talk to the commissioner about it they're, they're doing their best to kind of get it in but really um they need to kind of still figure out the football side of things with just um the ACC SEC big 12 kind of leaving in so I'd love to see how that pans out but um that just means we'll get Affiliates and we'll still compete and hopefully get some get some bids for NCAA but I'm, I have a lot of faith in the big 12 and I also think that competition wise it's going to be great for us and with the schools that we think are going to join us are we're going to be Pretty great conference.
0: So I do want to ask you one question about your AU uh, experience because you were, you've were you been being a part of that for the last few years after you graduated. I saw this one particular highlight I want to ask you about was when uh, Sydney Pareka broke her stick when you powered your way through her for a goal. I just thought it was a super cool highlight and a really just a fun play. So I just wanted to talk to you about that goal and get your perspective on it.
1: Yes, absolutely. Definitely. Like one of my favorite lacrosse highlights ever. So, <laughs> um, I uh, look, my, my confidence is through the roof when I get to play for athletes unlimited. Um, it's such a great place for like strong, confident, um, skilled women. And, um, the game is physical. I, we know that the game is not the college game. The game is 10 times more physical. Um, I didn't know how hot she was coming in. I just knew I wanted to score a goal in any means possible the the midi in me told me to shoot it so um yeah cool cool moment for me um hit the twiz on the way out but uh glad that glad that the attackers held their space in that moment so I had the opportunity to run it in
0: <laughs> what was your reaction when you saw the broken stick on the ground
1: oh gosh I didn't even know it broke until after the play so <laughs> we were like you broke her stick and I was like you've got to be kidding me um obviously I competed against Sid for four years so Um, She's a great competitor as well, but um, really cool moment. Um, Like, I think that Izzy McMahon like jumped on my head and she was like, you broke a stick. I was like, this is the greatest day ever. (laughs) So um, I
0: I have to ask, uh, did you ever talk to Sydney about it? And what's sort of her perspective being on the other end of that? Because that's always tough. And you know what that's like, too, because every player has gone through it.
1: Oh, trust me. Uh, Defensively and offensively. I mean, we're highlight reels all the time. Look, um, as much as you give it, you got to take it. She's been such a great sport about it. Um, We always used to just give each other crap. She's like, hey, stop reposting that on your story or something like that. So um, she's a great competitor and just a great lacrosse player. So her banter is great. We like to we like to keep it on the down low around her, but um, definitely a, a highlight moment for me.
0: So we're now in a segment I like to call the non-lacrosse segment. We're asking some non-lacrosse questions just to get to know you a little bit more off the field. Uh, So uh, first one is we asked Lexi Guerin about who had the best style on the ASU women's lacrosse (laughs) team. So I wanted to get your perspective on that. And then you can also answer who had the best style on North Carolina when you were there as well, besides yourself, obviously.
1: Of course. Did Lexi say me?
0: I forgot who she said. I think she might have mentioned a coach. I I sort of forgot about that part in the interview, so I gotta go back on that.
1: <laughs> um, ASU, who has the best style, like team wise or coaches?
0: Uh, both. I would say Haley might have the best style for the coaches, though. I will have to give her that.
1: <laughs> Ouch. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's pretty drippy. She looks great. Um, T T uh, Stokesbury has got great style um mina scott has pretty good style um gosh everybody has a different style here so whatever they have great style um taylor Moreno was a sneakerhead at carolina she had great style <laughs> i mean shoot i don't even know everybody's all over the place but yeah
0: nice nice can't um you
1: gave that to Haley though i gotta <laughs> step up my game
0: i don't know i just she did come on the podcast and i just had i i, I asked i remember asking her about it as well but I don't know. I th- you both have great style, but if I had to pick, I'd go. I would go with Haley, though. I can't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be lying to your face, though. I feel like that's that's even worse.
1: I appreciate that, keeping me humble.
0: <laughs> now, next one is, what music do you like to listen to?
1: I've been on a big country kick, uh, kick recently, but I'm definitely like a rap rock type of girl. Mm-hmm. Um, my Spotify is full of it all, but I'm definitely on the country kick right now.
0: Yeah, I would say I'm more of the same. Just listen to everything, Uh, sort of whatever mood I'm in. I sort of just go to that genre. Oh, yeah. Now, what's the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week?
1: Oh, my mom sent me a article on how uh, meat affects your sleep. So I think that might be probably the most interesting thing I read this week.
0: (laughs) I think for me, so I'm a huge Beatles fan, and I was reading up about one of their songs for No One, which is a breakup song in the Revolver album. Yeah. And it was just kind of cool how Paul McCartney wrote that song. Basically, he just got in an argument with one of his girlfriends at the time at a ski resort in, in Switzerland. And then he yeah. just went in the bathroom and wrote that song. And I just think that's, that's super crazy. Like, imagine writing one of the better, best songs, a, a really good song, but just like in a hotel room. Like, I just think that's crazy. It's sort of crazy how people are super creative like that. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Definitely a talent I'd love to have. Oh, for sure. For sure. I wish I could sing. It's one thing I can't do that I wish I could do. <laughs> now, last question, not lacrosse cross question is what is one item on your bucket list that you hope to uh, accomplish one day?
1: Oh, this is basic, but, um, I want to do something in every 50, like in all the States. So I want to go to all 50 States, but I want to do something like I want to go to Hawaii and yeah. want to go to Alaska and I want to, um, like go like deep sea fishing or I want to go to Wyoming and like cattle ride or like I have a specific thing in each state so my bucket list is the 50 states but it's something in each state that I want to do so that's on my bucket list
0: what are you gonna do in like Nebraska because I feel like there's nothing there
1: maybe (laughs) go to a corn Corn huskers game like I'm here I want I want it all I want to experience what that state's like so
0: all right, all right, all right. That's cool. I, that's actually a cool <laughs> one. Uh, for me, it's sort of similar to just travel. Like I love to go to different places because I haven't really left my particular area. I think the <laughs> furthest I've gone is Houston, Texas. So I feel like I gotta get out a little bit more. Love it. Now, a few more questions or a couple more. Yeah. Just first one is, what should we have done to help grow women's across? Obviously, you're a part of. AU and I know the whole point of that league is to help grow the sport out out for the pro level but I'm just curious if there's anything that could be done collegiately as well to help make women's lacrosse um even more popular yeah
1: just get back to the game I think a lot of people are now um graduating and going to really cool areas like um like the Arizona State team out here like they have a, a bunch of alumni like get back to the game um whether you're living in like California Texas Georgia, Florida, Hawaii, like it doesn't matter where you are, like give back to the game and like make people love it. Um, I would love for people, actually my aunt just did this, she's a school teacher in South Carolina, she like put lacrosse in their um, <laughs> curriculum, so just kind of growing the game in any way possible, but talk about it, it's, it's, it's cool to care about lacrosse, so just to grow it in that aspect would be huge.
0: Now, do you have any shout outs you want to give to your former teammates, current uh, players and coaches and uh, family members and friends as well? And who should we have on the podcast next? I know, you know, a lot of cool people. So,
1: yeah, Um, shout out to everybody that you that you mentioned, family, friends, just in the lacrosse world. Um, Such a cool thing. Uh, Wouldn't be here without any of those people or my teammates. Oh, somebody, somebody interesting that you want.
0: It could be anybody.
1: I feel awesome. like we got to
0: get Sydney Pereca now on the show to hear her. Yeah, side definitely of it. <laughs> grab
1: her. Definitely grab Sid. Um, Nicole Levy is one of my favorite like athletes just in general. She's so interesting. She's got a lot to talk about. She's um she's a she's a cool cat. So I definitely uh, wouldn't uh, push you to go for her.
0: Awesome. Well definitely yeah, reach just, out yeah. and Uh, try to try to get something uh, with those players that we mentioned. But Caroline, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day and coming on. I I really appreciate it. I know you're really busy. So this means a lot to me. So I just want to say thank you for that. Uh, I think you're a great player, but I think you're an even better person as well. So I just want to let you know that. And I can't wait to see what Arizona State does next season. And congratulations on everything you've accomplished so far in your lacrosse career. And I know you're going to have continued success in the future.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you.